Welcome and thank you for being here. My name is Lauren and I am your host of Being Sanctuary. Before we start, I want to take a few minutes to share a little of my own journey and how it has led me to create this podcast series. A few years ago, when I began at university, I thought I would meet like-minded individuals. Instead, it seemed that no one cared about animals. Every day, there was endless news about the terrible state of the planet and mistreatment of animals. I became increasingly depressed and overwhelmed. I've never felt so alone. I remember walking into busy libraries and rooms full of other students, surrounded by hundreds of people, but I felt like I was all by myself. This feeling of isolation intensified and I felt more and more powerless to help animals. Then one day, I came across the work of Carulos, a non-profit organisation that is grounded in the principles of non-violence in support of animal self-determination. I began to meet people who were experiencing the same kind of feelings. I learned how beneficial it can be to be part of a group of individuals with similar ethos and values. This completely changed how I felt about my work for animals. That was when I decided to create a place where people could gather to learn and share in a supportive environment. This vision resulted in the creation of Being Sanctuary. The Being Sanctuary podcast is made up of 10 sessions. Each one focuses on one of the 10 principles of being sanctuary, which develop from precepts of non-violence. The podcasts are intended to help guide us to health, dignity and peace for all life, human and non-human. During these sessions, we will discuss the principles of being sanctuary what they mean in our lives and how you can take what you learn into the world. With each podcast, you are invited to take part in online discussions hosted on the Carulos Constellation Facebook page. You can also join a live webinar group where we gather to reflect and discuss together the ideas introduced in the podcast. I encourage you to create a personal self-reflective journal and write down any thoughts, feelings or emotions which may emerge. Now, let's get started on the journey. Our first session focuses on the principle of belonging. Belonging is a sense of connection and being associated with others who share something in common. Every being needs to feel connection, and part of that connection is a sense of belonging. But there are different types of experience of belonging and connection. Take a moment and explore what belonging means to you. What does belonging feel like for you?
Belonging is related to identity and our sense of self. It plays a role in how we live and organise our lives. Our identity and sense of belonging comes from different sources. It may come from something that we are born into, such as family. Or it can be associated with something that society has assigned to us. For example, our gender, age or ethnicity. Our sense of belonging does not always stay the same. It is not always static. When we are younger, for instance, we might feel that we are part of a school when we are a student or feel part of these clubs or activities which we are a member of. Then as you get older, you are involved in other things. These activities, relationships and associations become less important and are replaced by others, for example, your job, profession, family and so on. All of these changes are influenced by our environment, values and social groups. All are related to self-development. Now let's take a moment to write down five words that describe or reflect your own sense of self. Now, write down five words that your family, friends or workmates or others might use to describe you or who you are. Take the two lists of five words that you have made and compare them. Are they different or are they similar? What do you notice about the similarities or the differences? You might have found that your sense of identity differs from the way others perceive you. Inner and outer identities can be different and even conflict. For example, you might have been born into a particular religion, but at some point in time, when you grew up, you no longer felt that you or it fit together. The beliefs of your given religion may no longer align with your sense of ethics or morals. Although you have changed, your family may still see you in the same way. This gap may create tensions between you and the group to which you belong or once belonged. This experience is common among those working in animal and environmental advocacy. The dominating society in which we live is based on the exclusion and mistreatment of animals. Although there are more and more cases where animal rights are recognised, in most all instances, non-humans are excluded and treated like objects. 
Advocates for animals and non-human nature are by definition no longer following the rules of the dominating group which objectifies animals and does not recognise animal sentience and rights. For example, when someone becomes plant-based or vegan, their family or friend may not be vegan. All of a sudden, the people to whom you belong and felt comfortable with may no longer feel supportive. There is a desire to be loyal to animals, retain your sense of personal integrity, and at the same time, loyal to your family and friends. There is a conflict of identity, on one hand wanting to belong and yet being rejected or not fitting in. This often generates self-doubt and anxiety. Now let's take some time to recall a moment or incident when someone or something has challenged you and your beliefs. What did you feel? Interpersonal differences and conflict cause stress. Even while your work for animals and the earth is very important to you, it may even be your calling. When others challenge or criticise you, it can be very difficult. If your friends or family don't agree or do not find animal advocacy as important as you do, the positive feelings associated with your work can begin to be associated with stress. This can create inner conflict, may it be even a sense of rejection and isolation. Is it possible to cultivate a sense of connection and equanimity to be part of humanity and the animals which mainstream society separates? To answer that, let's visit the animal world. Take a moment to think about an animal you know, perhaps your cat, dog, parrot, or an animal you see when you are walking, such as a squirrel or deer. Take a few moments and see if you can sense what do you think belonging means to them. What does it look like when an animal feels like they belong? The animals naturally belong to the earth. Even when a deer or a lion is by him or herself, they are still part of nature. They still belong to the earth. Domesticated animals such as cats, pigs and chickens seem to have a natural sense of belonging, even when they are living in human-dominated settings. Buddhist teacher Jack Cornfield describes this in this way. If you can sit quietly, after difficult news, 
If in financial downturns, you remain perfectly calm. If you can see your neighbours travel to fantastic places without a twinge of jealousy. If you can happily eat whatever is put on your plate. If you can fall asleep after a day of running around without a drink or a pill. If you can always find contentment just where you are, you're probably a dog. Animals provide a hint of a deeper intrinsic sense of belonging which is independent of others. It is a sense of self which springs from within. We can learn a lot about this deep sense of belonging from animals and when we do, we will become more aligned with animals and in return, will give up our ego. Many of us seek out nature to regain a sense of peace, centeredness and well-being. Take a walk in the woods or on the beach. We get a similar feeling when we spend time with our dog or cat. Being in nature brings a sense of calm, a sense of being welcomed. Animals accept us for who we are. We experience an absence of judgment in their presence and full acceptance. The saying, I hope I can be who my dog thinks I am, refers to a state of acceptance and belonging without judgment. This feeling of natural belonging, which does not depend on what we look like, or what job we have, or what family we came from, reflects the deep connection that we all have with life. We may live in a different and separate bodies, but underneath we are one. Animal belonging leads us to an experience of non-duality, a way of seeing and understanding another on a united level without a priority of categories which defines the dominating human society. Moments when we step outside the human-defined world evoke a different way of being, a different way of sensing than the conditioned world we usually experience. This intuitive embodied way of being is reflected in many indigenous human cultures. Everyone and everything has a place and plays a part in nature. Freequill, an anonymous activist and writer, talks about how our modern society has lost connection with nature. He says, we are no longer indigenous to our environment. Returning to a sense of indigenous ways will incorporate belonging to nature again. Now, let's pause for a few moments again. Take a moment and journey to a place in nature. Perhaps a woodland, beach, mountains, desert, or even your own backyard. Check into your body and the surroundings. Reflect on what you hear, feel, and sense. Does this evoke a sense of belonging? 
Intuitively, we are drawn to nature's intrinsic peace and well-being. This is why we yearn to walk among the trees, hear the seagulls in the wide open sky and the laughing murmurs of the river. The sense of peace and well-being reflects nature's coherence, the intrinsic belonging. The place where we humans live in our hearts and souls, we are part of nature. Just as the lion, deer and ants are nature, so are we. The sense of peace and well-being comes from the realisation of being part of nature and fitting in with our animal kin. Here is a guided practice that you can call on which can help you cultivate and help regain your natural sense of belonging. Sit in a comfortable position. You may close your eyes or keep them open, whatever is most natural for you. Begin to breathe in and out, in and out. When you breathe in, feel your breath reaching down into your entire body. If you begin to feel any tension, Gently bring your breath back to that place. In and out, in and out. If any thought or distractions come to mind, don't try to block them out. Just let them pass like clouds in the sky and bring your attention back to your breath. The main thing is to keep relaxed. Think of someone who means something to you. It may be your partner, a friend, your dog, or another family member. Does this cause any tension? If not, then continue to focus on your breath while holding the image of that person in your heart. If you do feel any tension, breathe love and acceptance for that person so that the tension dissolves. Don't force a relaxation, just stay with your breath and the feeling of expanding and encompassing love. Now try the same thing with someone else, someone with whom you may not know as well or someone you may have experienced conflict with. Focus on your breath, and with every breath, imagine dissolving that tension between you and the other. Expand a sense of love to that other person. Focus on your breath, breathing in and out, in and out. Focusing on your breath and the love for that person. This is an exercise you can try to cultivate for your own sense of belonging and then extend that sense of belonging to those around you. 
Remember that you are the beginning of a profound revolution of human consciousness. You embody the paradigm shift which is moving humanity from separation to deep connection for all life. From a perception of being apart from nature to knowing and being that we are part of nature. This is the understanding and the embodiment of true belonging. Psychologist and Buddhist teacher Tara Brach writes that the trance of unworthiness keeps the sweetness of belonging out of reach. The path to the sweetness of belonging is acceptance. Acceptance of ourselves and acceptance of others without judgment. This is a very important message, creating a sense of belonging for others and in return creates a sense of belonging for ourselves. Tara reminds us of the importance of staying true to our own values. To support and respect animals and the earth includes supporting and respecting yourself. The animals remind us that we are never alone. We belong eternally to life. Thank you for joining this first session of Being Sanctuary. I hope you have enjoyed this time together. I encourage you to write in a self-reflective journal. You can also share with others on the Carulos Constellation group on social media and register for live webinar discussions. Thank you and see you next time.